There is nothing wrong with your internet. Do not attempt to adjust your settings. We are controlling the podcast. We control the squealing and the screams. We can make your heart flutter, your eyes blur from tears, or sharpen your mind to crystal clarity. For the next hour, sit back. We are in control of what you hear. We repeat, there is nothing wrong with your setting. You are about to experience the awe and mystery known as the female mind. You are now entering the Fangirl Zone. Hello everyone and welcome to Sci-Fi Talk on the Fangirl Zone, a podcast where we discuss shows on the Sci-Fi Channel. I'm Sean Fangirl S. And I'm Steve, and today we'll be discussing episode three of season one of Sir Real Estate. Oh my gosh. Okay, first of all, I want to say, because I don't think we've mentioned it like this whole time, I love the fact that Tim has been tweeting like crazy, like all sorts of stuff already. Right. And we're only a couple episodes in. So I'm really hoping, because a lot of times they won't put out the behind the scenes pictures. Oh yeah. Like until the day of. So I'm really hoping we're going <laughs> to start seeing some of those because he took some awesome pictures on Winona. Yeah. So I'm really hoping, especially this episode. Yes. <laughs> I'm hoping we get some behind the scenes pic. Yeah. I will tell you though, before we jump in, I did not realize in the opening that that was Melanie. Wow. Because <laughs> I'm watching it and I'm like, okay, okay, wait a second. Wait, what? What? It's like, <laughs> yeah, I didn't realize it until the whole step scene. Right. So it was like, at that point, it's like, oh, wait, what? Yeah, it <laughs> I'm thinking, holy crap, what did they do to her? Like, she totally looks different. Her whole demeanor was different. Oh, yeah. Melanie just acted the hell out of this episode. But we're so used to seeing her as Winona. Now, first of all, not being in leather pants. (laughs) Or possessed. Well, we did see her possessed a couple of times. Right. But it, it was just weird. And I enjoy it. And, you know, it's funny because I'd seen her in, oh, crap. She was in, like, it was kind of the horror movie. Oh, hi, was it Hide and Seek or something like that? It was kind of like horror movie-ish. Right. And it was weird seeing her in that, too, I'll tell you. Because it's like, wait, that's her. Oh, my God, that's her. Right. You know, it was just one of those things. So I think she is going to be forever ingrained in my eyeballs as Winona, which is great because she was totally badass. And seeing her like this, it was a whole different world. Oh, absolutely it was. It was kind of weird. And yeah, I'm like, oh my God, she's like meek and quiet. That's not her. Right. (laughs) (laughs) But let's jump in and talk about it because I did really like this episode and I hope somehow she comes back. I don't know. Maybe she'll be buying a house from them. Who knows? Hey, there you go. (laughs) But episode three, for sale by owner. A lovely lake cabin may be haunted or the owner may be faking it. A horror novelist seek inspiration. Okay, so side note. Yes. Obviously, the horror novelist is supposed to be based on like Stephen King or one of the big ones. But does anybody wonder if any of the big horror novelists like do stuff like that? Not necessarily buy a home, but maybe like go rent like quote unquote haunted homes. Wouldn't surprise me at all. That like totally had me thinking like, huh, I wonder if any of them do that. (laughs) Now I want to know. So if anybody out there knows, yeah, do this information because I love horror fiction. And if they're supposed to be something based on something for real and i don't just talk about like haunted indiana haunted illinois not those books right but like horror fiction stuff now i'm like super curious but all right i'll stop chasing the squirrel (laughs) maybe i don't promise yeah but let's 
talk about the cabin on the lake. At least it's not the cabin in the woods, because that yes. would have been worse. <laughs> well, I don't know. <laughs> so I love that you found the address for this, by the way. <laughs> Just in case anybody has some crazy surreal estate bingo, it's yeah. 107A Hill House Road. Yeah, one letter that- from Hell House Road. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but Hill House, House on Haunted Hill. There's a lot of horror movies. We can totally go with this. I wonder if that address was significant too. So again, if there's any horror movie buff, let us know. Right. So this week's featured home is a cabin on the lake that's for sale by owner. And that is a really nice looking area, by the way. Oh, absolutely. Beautiful area. Although being, I guess, a city girl, even though I'm a burbs, I think that would weird me out being just out there because obviously when it gets dark, you're not going to have the light pollution that I think we're all used to. Right. And just having it like pitch dark, which she actually says at one point, I think that would kind of creep me out. Because I know, like, when we've lost power and right. it's so dark, it's like, oh, gosh, something's coming. <laughs> something's coming out of the fog. But anyway, we have an older couple looking at the house and they just love the view on the lake. And the owner, who's kind of odd with, like, I don't know, wavy reddish hair, is explaining brief history of the house that her grandparents built. And her tone of voice was so awkward. Yes, it was. Like, odd cadence. But she continues to tell them that some night just before. For sunset, the lake looks like it's on fire. <laughs> oh, beautiful. Can't wait right? to see it. <laughs> and if you listen closely, you can hear Grammy gasping for air. It took her breath away, literally. All right, this is being weird. <laughs> yes, it is. And then the kitchen, which. It's just small, cozy kitchen, but why are there so many knives everywhere? Yes, that was definitely an excessive amount of knives because there was at least five holders, probably more. Plus the ones that were hanging. Right. Go- the ones on like that metal or yeah. magnetic strip. Which first wow. of all, I would really love to have one of those, by the way. <laughs> and personally, I thought that kitchen was quite small. I- oh, yes. Absolutely it was. You could tell this house was built in... Back in the day. Yeah, back in the day. Probably 60s, maybe 70s. I'm thinking even further back. Oh, but- it could be. Could be. Could have been have- 50s. Yeah. Anyway, after she shows them the kitchen and they ask, why are there so many knives? Well, the family loves knives. Long story. Let's go out and look at the deck, which again, amazing. Yes. If this is definitely one of those places you're like, dang, I wish I can go vacation there. If right. you're not creeped out. Yes. By the dark and-, <laughs> and the man's like, oh, it's so beautiful. And then the owner mentions scattering the ashes of their loved ones who died there in the lake. It's like, uh, wait a minute. What? Yeah. Hold on. <laughs> the, yeah. The lady's like. Yeah, how many exactly died here? Because it was weirdly specific, not just scattering the ashes of our loved ones here. It's the ones who died here. Right. uh. (laughs) And then that took an interesting turn. Well, there's the cousin that dove off the dock and broke his spine. My uncle Roger, who threw out his back trying to kick the cat and took too much oxycodone. And it's like, wait, what? Yeah. Because she's like, and and then you see a breeze start blowing. And she's like, oh, no. Ah, she falls down the stairs and the couple rushes to see if the owner's all right. And she's like, the house hates you. Run. And they do. And they, man, they pour out of there. <laughs> yep. And I'm like, seriously, like, this is the point. I'm like, oh, that's Melody. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. Yeah. Didn't realize it before that. And I don't know why. Probably, like I said, the hair and everything. She just looks so different. But the glasses. Uh, yeah. 
you know what? And speaking apparently so the meekly. Clark, apparently the Clark Kent disguise actually works, everyone. Yes. <laughs> so we get to go back to the office, or not back, but we're at the office. And the brother of the owner of said lake house is talking to Luke about how his sister has run off another buyer from the house that they inherited. And he takes care of the finances and she just lives there as the caretaker. But really, she has nowhere else to go. So Luke asks if they've rented it. And he's like, well, Harper insists that she can sell it herself. So that's where we're at right now. (laughs) But it's been six months and a ton of people look, but nobody offers. I don't know what she's doing wrong. Yeah. (laughs) Well, we kind of do, but yeah. Luke's like, well, why do you think it hasn't sold? And the brother's like, well, it's old. It's out in the middle of nowhere. And apparently weird stuff happened. Oh, oh, really? Like, what kind of weird stuff? And the brother's like, don't worry. Isn't anything major? Isn't this what you guys do anyway? Really? Like, I'm listening to this guy. And I understand he's flustered with what's going on. And probably with his sister. Because he looks like one of those guys like, just sell it. I want the money. Right. Exactly. I thought that as well. But it's like, God, you're a douche. No wonder like, his sister is that way. Right? the dominant one in the family. Yeah, Probably definitely. on his sister all the time. Yes, definitely. It's just night and day between those two. Oh, yeah. Now, I don't know by the end if we see what she really is or not, but I just feel like I would want to slap him. And, well, he probably got slapped a couple times. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> but ultimately, he tells Luke, drive up there, talk to Harper, and figure out what's going on and sell it. So Luke tells them, okay, well, my research associate's already looking into it. We'll get back with you. And as he leaves, he just plows into Zoe, like shoulders her. I'm like, "Uh uh-uh. Yeah. How did Zoe not turn around and just like slap him? Yes. (laughs) She does not look like the type of person that would just normally take that. No, not at all. I do believe she called him a jerk. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Luke ends up calling Susan in and says, hey, taking over a new house. So I need you to take over this one that we're in the process of the larson and susan's like oh you mean like the author yes indeed that person william larson the master of horror like i said <laughs> it's got to be based on stephen king yep but now it really makes me wonder what he does yes <laughs> but luke decides to warn susan that larson can be a bit of a challenge and so he's like yeah that's the word for it yeah yeah. And Lucy's like, every time he writes a new novel, he buys a new house. And Susan calls him a frequent flyer. And it's like, yeah, so I'm sure he's a closer. So you can fit him in, right? It's like, no problem. Sure fire, right? This is easy peasy. Not yeah. exactly. <laughs> but Susan, of course, thinks it is. And so he's like, hey, I'll bring you up to speed and give you some, was it the files on him, right? Right. And of course, this is when Phil comes in to talk to Luke about the cottage and the racked up body count. Right. How about you email that to me? As he has it in his hand, he just looks like, but. Yeah. <laughs> why didn't you just take it with you? Right. So Susan and Zoe, we were thinking after last week, they're going to finally start to mesh, right? Not so much. <laughs> still, she's. What's the word I'm looking for? Super set in her ways, I guess. Yeah. Overbearing. Arrogant. <laughs> yeah. Still. Because it's like, all right, well, I'll help you out. Give you the information. No, 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 no. Don't worry. I have stuff that comes to mind. And Zoe's like, listen, no, about Larson. No, don't worry about it. I've worked with celebrities before. It's like, you knew right away that things were just not going to go well. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> 
I 100%. I'm sitting there and I'm like, oh, Susan. Susan, Susan, Susan. Couldn't you just listen? Right. Absolutely. This is one of their better clients, apparently, because he buys a house every time he starts a new book. So So who knows how many that could be? Yeah. That's some easy money if you right. do it right. So listen, no, jeez. Anyway, let's take our weekly stop at the Donovan home. <laughs> yep. Where we have Luke looking up into the window where he saw his mother. Now, I feel like it would be super creepy, but somehow Megan doesn't notice that he's just staring at the one window because she walks off and it's like, hey, what's up? And Luke's like, yeah, I want Augie to come by and check the seal to make sure that portal is nice and tight. Yeah. And Megan's like, well, you're already here, so can't you do it? It's like, no, I'm heading up north for a few days and Augie will take care of it. Which it almost seemed like he didn't want to go in there. But at the same time, he's there so often, you think she would realize, hey, something's weird. Right. <laughs> Not just like he keeps staring at like the one window. You would think she'd notice that by now, but right. maybe just like the angle. But anyway, he's like, I need to get going. And like I said, Augie will be here. And she just happens to mention that Brock moved out. And Luke's like, wait, what? Oh, well, okay. That, that's good. Yeah. He lit up like a Christmas tree. Right? But then he tried to like cover it real quick. Like, yeah. Oh, really, really sorry to hear that. Are you okay? Yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah, I'm fine. And don't worry. I'll, I'll see you around. And Luke's like, yep, you will, of course, because I'm your residential real estate specialist. Okay. I assume you're at some point trying to work out how to ask her out. But I mean, he did say last, was it last episode or the first episode? Neat little pot. Yes. He's still so, trying to keep the piles separate as much as he can, though his face is giving him away and you can see Megan is definitely interested in him as well because the chemistry they had in this scene was off the charts I concur. So, I mean, I'm still wondering why the boyfriend left, though. Right. Was it because they were fighting? Was it because the portal somehow? It's like, yeah. wonder. (laughs) Well, just because they they closed the portal, I don't know if all those ghosts that were around just wandered off. I kind of doubt that. So, I think there's still some ghosts that need to have their business finished to get it completely clean. Yeah, that should be interesting. Now, obviously, we're going to get to the end. I have questions because with what you're saying right now, it's making me like kind of scratch my head. Yeah. But before we get there, we're going to be at the cottage. Luke arrives and takes a look at the lake and he hears voices. Now, I swear that it was just me. I'm like, wait, but I'm glad that you heard it too. Yes. (laughs) Then he hears, oh, you must be the real estate guy and sees Harper in the sling with the reddish hair. And he introduces himself, verifies that she's Harper and she complains about her brother flushing that thousands of dollars down the toilet and then he's such a tool but says it in such a meek and mild way that (laughs) yeah it's like okay it's like i could have totally heard winona in that like if she just was pretty forceful about it right oh absolutely looks like nobody's flushing away money and in fact you're pricing this house too low i know but she's like wait what yeah (laughs) yeah the low price gives buyers the impression that there's something wrong with this place and is there something secretly wrong and she's like well i don't know you tell me and of course then she starts acting squirrely again yeah harper's like come in before it gets dark you don't want to be out here after dark which turns out 
She's not wrong. No, <laughs> not at all. But I don't think she knows that. No. Once inside, Luke tells her it's a beautiful view, and Harper starts to talk about how pitch black it gets after dark, and anything can sneak up on you. Yeah, see, that's my thing right there. Right. There could be a bear. <laughs> yeah. An alligator. A wild animal. Kaiju. I don't know. There could be a lot of things <laughs> coming. But before she finishes, Luke mentions, oh, the ship black ceiling must be original. And I love it, because every time she starts talking about something he just kind of breaks in and the kind of breaks up her cadence and it's like ur, ur. right like here's the kitchen oh yeah it isn't fancy but it's functional you may want to lose some of these knives unless you're planning on selling it to the borgias yeah and like, she's like wait what yeah <laughs> and harper's like let's go out on the deck but before heading out back luke sees a music box that looks like the cottage which i thought was kind of cute then i'm like oh it's probably creepy right and harper tells him that her grandpa made that for her grandma and Luke's like, oh, is that your your grandmother, Samantha North? And she's like, oh, yeah. And, oh, did she die here? It's like, uh, what? And then it's like, okay, where am I in my story? It's kind of right, like, what are yeah. you doing? <laughs> exactly. Okay, you're throwing me off my game. And Harper's like, oh, yeah, yeah. And if you listen closely, you can hear her final gasping. Oh, okay. And Luke just wanders outside. It's like, what? <laughs> yeah, he's on to her big time. Right. And Luke's just like, oh, yeah, a lot of your family caught the shuttle here, huh? Aunt's uncle's cousin. And Harper's like, yes, and their mortal remains are scattered over the lake. Oh, hey, is that a family tradition? What? <laughs> what the heck, dude? You're not letting me be creepy. Exactly. Yeah, it's kind of weird. But, you know, kind of like opening presents at Christmas Eve, because some people do that. And I just think that's strange. But, hey, you know, if that's your family tradition, it's like, what? Yeah. Oh, I love the duck. <laughs> and I love her face. It was like, yeah, so what? confused. She was yeah. not able to do her performance as scripted. <laughs> right. Because she is not an improv kind of gal is what it seems yes absolutely but luke goes on with oh yeah your brother said there's been some strange things going on and she's like yeah yeah strange things okay yeah footstep loud bangs in the middle of the night the screams of tormented souls <laughs> what <Yes>. come on <laughs> so luke's like hey how'd you hurt your arm and she's like a whipping wind came up from hell itself and a strange force pushed me down the stairs and that's when her hair starts blow and she's like it's happening again and he's like or maybe it's just the Dyson air was it the air tower I mean unless there's another reason that you're touching your butt yeah <laughs> which is cool if it is and she's like turns off the tower and it's like hmm he's like oh that was pretty impressive though that took some commitment to fall down the stairs you know you have my respect yeah <laughs> She's like, who the hell are you? It's like, I'm the guy going to sell your cottage. Ah, <sighs> fine. What are you, some kind of like ghost guy? It's like, no, no, I'm just a real estate guy. And so she takes off the wig and the sling and she's like, fine. Hey, are you hungry? It's like, wow, that was a change. Yes. <laughs> It's like, I was not expecting her to just, like, give up on it that quick. Right. But I guess it's like, he threw her so off, it's like, I give up. Yeah. <laughs> this guy's way smarter than I am right now. <laughs> yeah, like I said, she didn't seem like, if she couldn't stay on, like, her script, she was going to be able to deal with it. Right. So, and, yeah. I, I was impressed. Yeah, her script works for people looking at the house. That works real well, but... <laughs> For Luke, no, not quite good enough. It's like, you don't know the things I've seen, lady. Yeah. 
especially when we find out what Larson ends up with. Oh my gosh. So, speaking of Larson, he's with Susan and he is a little ticked off because all the homes she's given him to look at are a complete waste of his time. And where the heck is Luke? Well, he's unavailable right now, but if you give me a little bit more information of what you're looking for, and of course, <laughs> listen, the story needs to flow out of me and I need an environment which will help it flow uninterrupted. What? <laughs> he's a writer. Like, of course, he's going to say something like that. So you need feng shui? I mean, what is yeah. it? Like, <laughs> Susan doesn't understand this yet because Susan's still new. But listen, you show me better. You show me the most haunted houses in 12 states tomorrow or I'm taking my business elsewhere. Wow, you got 12 states to work with? I'm sure I can find something for you. Yeah. <laughs> Susan's like, oh, you want a haunted house? Well, duh. That's what I need. I want the walls bleeding. And I seriously thought that this was going to be the way for them to sell the Donovan house. house. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. I did too. Like, well, it, you, you literally have a portal that. to hell. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, that's what I was thinking. I'm like, wow, that seems pretty soon, but that's what he wants. Yeah. We can open it up. You can have a hell house. You're going to have a crap ton of ghosts. The house tried to kill me. So there yeah. you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let him deal with that large hand command. Coming out of the, the portal. Right? <laughs> or the TV, like, that zooms you in and all of a sudden you're on the surgery table. Yeah. <laughs> but at the same time, if something happened, then their frequent flyer would not be buying anything else. So, right. uh, <laughs> maybe not quite that haunted. So, off he goes and Zoe comes in. It's like, so, how's it going? <laughs> Knowing full well what happened. <laughs> oh, yeah. And she tosses a folder on the desk and she's like, you're welcome. And Susan's like, why is there a file named? Larson. This is like because once he gets settled into a house, Luke already starts collecting information for the next one that he's probably going to buy. Yep. And Susan, being a smart aleck, well, this would have been nice to have. And Zoe gave it right back to her. Yep. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Next time, maybe trust me and not say, you got this. Exactly. Like, oh. I mean, Susan couldn't really reply to that, right? No, she, she couldn't. actually said it. So. Yep. Came out of her mouth and <laughs> Zoe <laughs> threw it right back in her face. Yep. She's just going to parrot it right back. It's all on you, lady. So Augie does tell Phil that Luke wanted to do the check of the Donovan house. And of course, Phil mentions that's been closed up for a week. So why does he want you to go back there? I don't know. Maybe you tell me. <laughs> well, I love it because those two are so gossipy. Yes, they are. <laughs> They're like little teenage girls. <laughs> right? No offense to teenage girls, but I mean, no. it, it is kind of a stereotype, but. Cluck, cluck, cluck. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> it's like, hmm, he has an unusual interest in this property. And Augie's quoting H.P. Lovecraft. And <laughs> Phil, it's like, yeah, maybe it's not just the house he's interested in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Augie's like, yeah, Augie, you have to actually say what everybody's thinking. Oh, maybe he's hot for the homeowner. Yeah. We all know that already. Come <laughs> yeah. on. Come on. Let's go back to the cabin in the woods. <laughs> on the light. Darkness has descended. <laughs> it sounds so ominous if I say it like that. But <laughs> Harper and Luke are out on the deck talking, and I'm just thinking, God, there's probably so many mosquitoes. Yeah. <laughs> I am not a romantic. I am not a camper. In case you guys haven't figured that out right. by now. <laughs> I'm just like, I'm such a naysayer. I'm like, oh, that looks cool. I'd need this screened in so I can be out here and not get eaten up. Exactly. <laughs> I'm such a suburbs person. <laughs> anyway, Luke found out that Harper graduated college in biodiversity conservation. 
and was offered a supervisor position that she wishes she had taken. I thought that was kind of interesting. And I'm thinking, what the heck is biodiversity? Right. But Luke's like, well, why didn't you take it? And it almost looked like she wasn't sure. Right. Because she says it's the year that me and my brother took over ownership of the cottage and the same year my dad passed. And it was only supposed to be temporary that I was here, but I haven't left. And this just is where I belong. But she didn't seem real, like, hard core on that idea right it's yeah. almost it was like coming said, out like she wasn't mouth. sure why right yeah it was coming out of her mouth but she wasn't really believing what she was saying yeah exactly and she's like oh it's nice having someone to talk to and i didn't know if it was not that she was like falling for him but that she was just super lonely oh and absolutely. a super like introvert yep and like going to school probably had a bit of a, a effect that it helped bring her out of her shell because after seeing her brother be super jerk yep. i can understand her not being super loud yes absolutely like not having her voice but Luke tells her, listen, I'll get the word out. We'll sell this house. You can move on. We're going we're gonna to sell it for a good penny, too. So you can get what you need. And Harper just kind of looked crestfallen. Like her face, like she's not sure how she feels about that. Right. It's like, I think she wants to move on. But at the same time, it's like, oh, but this house is so nice. But turns out something totally different. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but she tells him she's going to go get clean linens for the guest room. And Luke's like, I'm going to make some phone calls and look around so luke's sitting on the dock and you see a shadowy figure pass and i was like oh my god what is that yeah <laughs> nobody turns it's harper and harper's like i'm going to bed but i'll leave the door unlocked it's like, yeah not like there's a whole lot going on right <laughs> so he tells her good night and he goes back to his phone and then we see a shadowy figure again he's like oh did you forget something but when he turns he sees a woman with super long like blondish gray hair walk by in all wasn't she in all black too yes and he gets up and follows her and i'm like okay there's no way she could have done something that quick right right <laughs> because he follows thinking that it's harper and he's like well you outdone yourself this time <laughs> oops but when the woman turns around it's obviously not harper no it's grammy sam and Luke tells her not to go, but when he turns back after hearing something, she's gone. So again, unless that woman could sprint through the woods, yeah, it's <laughs> not actually there. Yeah. The next morning when Luke joins Harper for breakfast, I love it because she's talking about, oh, I remember when all these seats were, were totally full of family and was it, we were never allowed to argue at the dinner table. Right. We argued like cats and dogs otherwise. And Luke's like, so have you seen any of your relatives hanging around? My dead relatives? No. <laughs> so it's like, okay, is he seeing, like, does he just have, like, this vision or what's going on? But well, because he grew up in the house that he did, I think he is able to see things that most common folk aren't able to see. But do you think that Harper's never seen her? That I Especially don't know. Especially with Harper's reaction later, I don't think she has seen her, has she? Right. I'm like you. I don't think she's even seen or heard or anything. So Luke does say that there's a lot of interested people and hey, do you mind if I put my sign out front? And I love it because Harper's like, yeah, good luck. Mine always gets blown over and ends up in the middle of the lake. That oh, seems really weird. now? Yeah. yeah. So Luke's like, yeah, do you have a shovel I can borrow? I kind of feel like he would have one. You would think? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, why don't you have all the tools in your car, man? But Luke sees the house music box again and cranks it up. It's like, I feel like this is a thing. You keep, oh, yeah. keep doing it and it seems like 
like things get worse every time. Oh, yeah. So let's go back to the Donovan house, though. Augie and Megan are in the basement, and Augie's taking measurements. And I love it because Megan's like, should I go grab a pork chop now? Yeah. <laughs> and like, I think I would just like have it in my hands just in case. And be like, I got the pack. Right. <laughs> and Augie's like, no, everything seems good. It's probably just interference from your Wi-Fi router. Yeah. And Phil comes down. Now, after last time, I figured Phil would be a little more uneasy about coming down there. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> but he's just like, do, 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 do. And Augie's like, yeah, any, what was it, any uh, luck finding our spectral raccoons? <laughs> and Megan's face is like, what are you talking about? Exactly. And Phil has to explain, well, one of your neighbors reported seeing glowing raccoons in his garbage, but then he finally cop to the fact that maybe it was just really good weed or really bad weed. I don't know which. <laughs> and Megan decides to mention that Luke does seem to have a special interest in this house, doesn't he? And of course the guys are like, mm-hmm. <laughs> they look at each other. Right. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, fuck, fuck, fuck. And then Megan just goes on, oh, I guess it's only natural though because Luke's mother lived next door. And of course, you know, this was the last place anybody saw her alive. And they're like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no idea idea which no i'm like okay so did he just happen to divulge seriously sensitive information to megan or like were the guys just surprised that he told megan that i mean what do you think the deal was because megan looks at him and they have no idea what she's talking about exactly and i I think yeah it goes back to his neat little piles where he actually crossed the line when he tells megan the story about his mom oh okay you know what that makes sense in the motel room and of course he hasn't told the guys because guys is work and mom is personal family so we keep those separate (laughs) see i didn't think about that because i mean they're so close working together that you think that he would tell them something but at the same time you know if they don't ask right maybe he would never say anything so i found that interesting though that oh yeah it was great to see their (laughs) their reaction to something that they didn't know anything about it was like what the hell (laughs) yeah and again are the guys going to feel like he should have shared this? Are they just going to question like, oh, well, you just shared that information with a total stranger, not us. I thought we were closer. <laughs> How are they going to feel? Yeah, I could see them being a little offended by this. Now, will they bring it up? I don't know. But it would be curious to see. I really, I don't want to say excited, but I am really like interested in it as well, because I feel like one would be, one of the guys might be really hurt that they didn't know, and the other one might be like, oh, so you're opening up to somebody new. Okay. Right, yeah. (laughs) So it's like, I don't know which way it's going to go, though. I'm going to be honest. Yeah, I could probably see Augie being the one that will be offended, but Phil's always the one who's saying, oh, yeah, he's going to get him some, so... (laughs) We're all for that. (laughs) I guess we have to wait and see. Yeah. We get to go back to the cottage and we see Luke getting the sign out of his SUV and he starts hearing the voices again. Now, first of all, he was really close to that trunk door or, you know, trunk opening. Right. Like the way he was moving, I swear I was waiting for like somebody to push his head and him to like knock himself out basically. Right. But instead he turns and looks at the dock and he starts walking almost like he's possessed. Right. Like, did you notice that? Yes, I did. (laughs) And he's looking in the water and he just like had this weird look. 
look on his face. But he turns just in time for Harper to hit him with the shovel. And I was like, oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> she can't kill him. No, you know each other. No. <laughs> like, oh, my gosh. But instead of us seeing what's going to happen. Of course. No, we go back and we see Susan showing Larson another house. And you're trying too hard. What's next? Well, next is the red house. And red, the color of murder and blood. And <laughs> yeah, no, next. Yeah. And then they're outside this house and susan rings the doorbell it's like wait shouldn't you like have a key at this point yeah <laughs> and he just looks at her and i'm looking at this going wait a minute is that what is hold on yeah oozing from the door <laughs> yeah it's like on like every bit it's just this black ooze and she's like this place is literally oozing with possibilities <laughs> and larson's like no i'm trying to figure out what the hell that was right because i'm just like that looked disgusting yeah no <laughs> yeah <laughs> That's okay. Next. And Larson's like, listen, I just don't think we're clicking. So if Luke can't help me out, she's like, listen, I have one more to show you. One more. And he's like, fine. Otherwise, it'll be time for some new blood. And you're thinking, great. It's just not going to be able to close this deal. Right. And that's going to really not set well with Luke. No. But there was an envelope in the Larson file. Yes. That did read, in case of emergency. Uh, yes. <laughs> Well, that could be what she has to show him. Yep. She's got one more try. <laughs> Fingers crossed. But back at the cottage, we see Harper sitting at the table eating a sandwich, and we hear some weird noises. So Harper gets up and removes the lock to a small closet, and Luke is bound in gag. And when she removes the gag, she tells him the house is ours in a very creepy voice. Oh, yeah. That was definitely a possessed voice. <laughs> yeah. And Luke's like, yeah. You should hear what you're saying. And <laughs> is somebody using you as their Bluetooth speaker? It's like, wait, what? <laughs> like, it took me a second to realize what he was talking about. Right. Because <laughs> then Possessed Harper's like, we are the North. And Luke's like, yeah, and you are Harper North, and you live in this cottage, but it's not just a cottage, is it? And I'm like, oh my God, what is it? Is it portal hell? What is this? Yeah. <laughs> but Harper, you can see, is like becoming confused. Yeah. And Luke keeps going. It's like, oh, this has something to do with the ashes of your dead relatives. And somehow they're controlling you and trying to keep you tied to the property. But I can help you. This cut me out of the rope. But she grabs a knife and I was like, oh, crap. Yeah. Because <laughs> it looked like that's not a cut me out of the rope type of hold. No. <laughs> but thankfully, she does end up cutting the rope around his wrist and not like stabbing him because I got really worried. Yes. <laughs> so when Luke gets up and out of the cupboard, the knife goes back into position to attack and Harper again is we are the north and Luke manages to get out of the house to the dock but that's when we see a couple of the dead relatives coming out of the lake it's like okay <laughs> things are getting weird for real so oh yeah we're getting into <laughs> channel zero territory here right it's like <laughs> all right things are getting wonky but Luke runs because I think all of us would yes <laughs> and the knife wielding Harper and up coming out too it's like all right we gotta hide somewhere so into the woods we go probably not the best idea but what else you got right now he dies behind like a tree stump and the three that came out of the water run past him but when he looks up he sees grammy sam and looks like can you help and then can you help
Philip Harper. And that's when she kind of stopped because she was going to leave. Like, oh, sorry, dude, you're on your own. Yeah. But she sings a song and Luca is at least able to get in on his phone. I'm thinking it's because he wasn't going to be able to remember it all. Right. And it sounded weird, right? Yes, it's like, it did. You can understand some of it and then not some of it. Right. It was like the first two lines were in English, but they didn't make a lot of sense. And then the last right. couple were in some other language. <laughs> yeah. But when he looks up again after he'd recorded it, Grammy was gone. So, of course, Luke is confused because, hello, why wouldn't you be? But he hears something and at least is smart enough to hide behind that tree again. Yeah. Apparently, he had a pretty decent, nice sleep on the ground behind that tree, though, because he yeah. wakes up in the morning, doesn't see anybody. So he heads for the cottage. I would think the car, but. Right. <laughs> he's got more guts than me. He sends Phil a recording. And it's like, Figure out what she's saying. Get back to me. ASAP. Well, I'm glad you have somebody on the case because, yeah, it was weird. I didn't understand what she was saying. Right. And as Luke enters the house, Harper's in the kitchen cutting up some fruit, humming a song. Now, was it the same song that her Grammy was humming? Or it is would it the music? surprise me. Yeah, I thought it was the music that we hear on the cabin music box oh okay which is tied to grammy anyway oh yeah that's true so luke managed to grab his keys off the counter and harper possessed harper turns around with the knife up <laughs> luke being luke like can yeah. i leave a message for harper <laughs> it's like what so yeah. she lowers the knife and he tells her that her dead relatives want to keep you here, but that's not a life. Not for someone as terrific as you, Harper. It's like, wait, what? Again, I'm like, oh, that's so <laughs> sweet. He knows exactly what to say. Yeah. So Harper does. puts down the knife and reaches for Luke's hand and they run out of there. So I'm worried at this point. It's like, oh no, they're going to do something. Right. But Harper's like, I don't know if driving fast is going to get us anywhere because I can't leave. And she keeps telling him, it's like, yeah. It's great, but thanks for helping. It's not going to help. Right. And of course, Luke's like, yeah, I just have to get you out of here. I wondered if they went like out on the lake, if it would have done something different. Right. <laughs> turned around. That would have been weird, too. Yeah. But Luke is not thinking about that. He's like, well, hey, what other languages does your grandma speak? And he's like, none. She's from Nebraska. Right. I'm like, okay, any old country kind of people in Nebraska? Right. You know, like yeah. Minnesota had you know, some Norwegians. I'm like trying to think. I'm like, I, nothing comes to mind. Right. So they end up taking a turn and you're thinking, okay, they're going to gonna make it. They're going to get away. And they're right back at the cottage. See, I told you. And she just gets out and goes back into the cottage. And I'm like, what? Okay, that was weird. And I guess Luke would be able to leave because the other people have been able to leave. Right. But not with Harper. So makes me wonder what would happen if her brother showed up. <laughs> yeah. You can stay there, you big jerk. Yeah. But Luke phone rings and hey, it fell. Well, what did you find out? It's like, oh. I don't know. Not one of the languages in our database over over 6,000 languages. What? What yeah. the heck? <laughs> yeah, Augie's like, oh yeah, it kind of sounds similar to, okay, no. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> and this is what kind of made me mad, because Phil's like, oh, have you tried to play backwards? Well, why didn't you do that to try to figure <laughs> it out before you called me? <laughs> exactly. I'm dealing with weird stuff happening here, people. <laughs> but Luke tries it, which I don't think that's a feature on any recording device on your phone, but hey, no. I could be no. wrong. <laughs> but he still can't quite figure it out. Right. 
So we're back with Susan and Larson at the last chance house, which looked completely unimpressive. And of course, Larson's like, this is like the Brady Bunch house. What the hell? Yeah. <laughs> he snatches the key away and he goes inside. And as Susan is texting Zoe, and I thought she was texting Luke for a different option. Right. So he's like, trust me. It's like, yeah, this is not very good. Larson no. gets back in the car and I thought he was going to throw up. Yes. <laughs> he looked like he had seen a ghost. All right. He's like, wedding. He's like, I'll take it. And she's like, what? Yeah. I'll take it. What? I need it. Whatever take like oh okay and he's like do you have a xanax she's like oh you've totally picked the right agent for that yeah (laughs) yeah susan seems like a xanax person yeah but she goes back to the office she's like who just closed the deal with arson and zoe's like i think one of those fingers should be pointing at me and she's like oh yeah yeah she's her thumb (laughs) yeah it's like yeah i wonder if she's gonna get some of the commission then too she better but susan's like oh what what did i miss what are we talking about it's like oh well Apparently, we have the group all sitting there talking about what's going on with that Donovan house. And Luke has some history with the house. And Zoe's like, yeah, family thing. Not just crushing on Megan. It's like, oh, well, yeah, okay, maybe it's so. <laughs> and they think they look mad like she didn't want to gossip. Right. <laughs> right. So Susan does apologize to Zoe, though, for being dismissive and condescending because that's a flaw in my character and I'm working on it. Yeah, we'll see. Are you, though? <laughs> Especially when she's like, I thought you were just an office manager. It's like, oh, uh-huh. yeah. For office managers everywhere Uh, really yes (laughs) yeah you don't know but finally back at the cottage harper tells luke i'll just stay and i'll keep the family peace it's like no 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 no. listen that's not gonna do it they're dead you're alive and then next thing we know every seat at that table is taken by the dead relatives who apparently have been scattered in the lake right and they're arguing over keeping control of harper and luke butts in and they listen (laughs) like they hear him yeah so that kind of surprised me until the one gets up and grabs Luke by the throat. Yeah. <laughs> but Luke manages to Harper to grab the music box and wind it backwards. Like, what's that going to do? I mean, it's normally just wound one way, but she does. And when that happens, Luke gets dropped to the floor and Grammy Sam appears and Harper goes to her and she's, of course, super sad and happy that she sees her. And she's like, oh, my gosh, I've been trying everything, but I don't know what to do. And she's like, no, it's my fault. When your grandfather died, I was so distraught that the cottage and this music box became an obsession and I was living in the past and I didn't want to live in this world anymore but I did not know what I did until it was too late because of her I think is the way she was saying it everybody whose ashes were dropped in the lake were stuck there right until somebody was able to unwind what she did which is why they had to go backwards in the music box exactly and I'm guessing that's why everybody was so angry but they didn't know it right and she was just so happy though that somebody was finally able to hear her song because she looks at Luke and she's like "In it's all because of you you freed all of us yep. and I'm like oh that's sweet and Harper doesn't want her Grammy to go but she realizes it's the only way that they're all gonna go right so she lets them I guess pass over officially and Harper looks to Luke it's like oh she's really gone but it's like holy crap so they're back in the SUV and Harper's like take me to the train station oh wow okay so she's sure she's getting out of here now yeah and I felt good for her yeah (laughs) and okay I thought she said it was like a three and a half hour train ride to Dogwood State Park no it was seven and a half. <laughs> That's a long That's train. That's a long train ride. Yeah. <laughs> You'd fly. But I guess if you've been stuck in a cottage for six months, yeah. you wonder where the food came from. I guess, you know, Uber Eats. 
it's like you never know what's going to happen because right. Luke, as they're kind of doing that pull away, is like, yeah, you know, interest rates are great right now. So if you need help, let me know. Right. He's ready to sell her a house somewhere else. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> We're back at the office and Susan tells Zoe, the spreadsheet you created is perfect. And Zoe is like, of course it is. And <laughs> Susan and Zoe kind of look at each other a little bit weird, but we assume that it means like, thank you and you're welcome. Right. <laughs> and then Luke pops in and he's like, what's going on? It's like, uh, don't even ask. And Zoe's like, that should be our company motto. Yeah. <laughs> and Luke tells them that on the drive back, he set up four individuals who want to go see that cottage. It's like, get them in the books. Okay, great. And I love it because Zoe's like, the North Cottage? Let's just call it the cottage now. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> because I was honestly thinking they meant like the direction North and not their last name. Like I didn't right. even Yes. <laughs> so when Zoe leaves, Luke asks Susan, well, how'd it go with Larson? And she's like, yeah, I had a crack open that emergency envelope and he loved it. What was it? Because I didn't go in. Now I'm kind of disappointed she didn't go in. Right. <laughs> she might have like, quit. <laughs> right. I was only in there for a few seconds. Luke's like, yeah, that's the house I grew up in. It's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I had a lot of unusual friends and they couldn't all come with me to college. So it's like, oh, okay. I look forward to reading all about it. Broad daylight with the lights on. Yeah. <laughs> I want to know, though. It's like, damn it. Yeah. I'm just really curious now. Luke thanks her for getting the job done. And Susan's like, yeah, thanks. You're welcome. And, you know, hey, um, life's short. Sometimes you just have to step up and close escrow before you get beat out by a better offer. <laughs> and Luke gives her the, I don't know what you're talking about, look. And then it's like, Megan Donovan, maybe you should make your move. It's like, no, 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 no. Not nice, neat little pile. Piles. <laughs> yeah, that's not like how life works, Luke. So, yeah. So later we have Luke knocking on the Donovan door greeted by Megan and he shows her a bottle I do believe it was whiskey yes I believe so and all I kept thinking again Winona yeah <laughs> and she's like what are we celebrating did you get an offer no it's not exactly a professional visit it's the other kind and she kind of pauses but then she's like let me get some ice why don't you just go on up to the library I'll meet you there and I'm thinking oh no right yes what the hell I thought okay has she already met his mom oh I didn't think of that and that was what her mom told her to do was when he comes over, you send him right up to me. <laughs> I did not think about that. Yeah, I, but you would think her face would have been a little bit more uncertain of herself because she's sending him up to see a ghost and instead of, oh, hey, how you doing? <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. He goes up there and he's kind of looking at the books and he hears a voice saying, I thought you'd never come back. And Luke turns and we see his mom and she's standing by the window and he's like, well, I saw you in the window and I knew it was you. And then things went weird. Oh, no doubt about it. This was not expected. <laughs> yeah. Mommy when she dearest. Starts, oh, my gosh. When she starts saying, guess you had some demented fantasies about me coming back and making you breakfast and helping with your homework and kissing your boo-boos like what she's like have you ever heard how happy i was when i was pregnant and you know we've been trying for a while and it's like all my dreams are going to come true and i wanted a little girl so badly and after all the sweating and bleeding and pushing all i got was you yeah. Just, i was like holy yeah 
<laughs> Glad he heard this as an adult instead of as a child. Oh my God. Just burst in a series of crushing disappointment. And I'm like, yeah, that, uh, yeah, just did not expect that at all. No. And Luke, of course, is like, yeah, it's going great for me too. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, well, you know what? You're the one seeking the truth for everyone else, helping others and their unfinished business. Yet somehow you can't face your own. And you see him getting upset. And he's like, I never deserted my family. And she's like, well, you never had family, did you? And you never will. It's like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't believe that. I'm like, something is really weird. Yes. <laughs> and then she's like, and why don't you tell the tramp that I'm sharing this house with to go back to the lawyer? At least he knew the right buttons to press. I'm like, holy shit. Yeah. She Seriously. No hold barred coming out of this lady's mouth. And he tells her to shut up. And she's like, is that any way to talk to mommy? And that's when Megan comes in and she's got the drinks and she's like, hope you like it strong. He turns around and you just see the pain on Luke's face and the yes. like, unshed tears. And he turns back and she's gone. Now, this is what I wanted to ask you about this moment. Okay. Because we know that she called a couple times, like before she right. disappeared. He had said right. that. Yes. And we're assuming that she wanted to reach out for something because obviously she wouldn't come back just to be like a super witch, which yeah, I wouldn't think. But you know, who knows? Right. You never know. That's true. But with the house, do you think that she is trying to push him away like saying like the most horrible things to push him away because she knows what this house can do or that something like with the unfinished business that she knows what's going on with the house because she's now part of the house and she knows the only way to save basically everyone is to well either way it's like be the super witch that's a really good question because yeah i can see from a human standpoint that yes she did reach out to him a couple times when she moved back into town but he never answered the phone though of course he did say he called her back and when she answered he hung up so yeah i can see where that probably hurt her and all this lashing out could be her getting her pain out at him but yes i can also see the other option is She's trying to tell him to get out of the house because it's bigger than anything you've dealt with before. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm feeling like it's something more like that. Right. Very possible. Yeah, yeah, even know. though they closed the portal, there's still all those ghosts. I don't think closing the portal got rid of the ghosts. And yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if we saw our uh, surgeon back. Mm -hmm. Or even like Something that's worse. not her. It's right. like the house or yeah, like the surgeon looking like her and just being right. even like taking like all his insecurities and like yep. projecting them back or something. Very possible. That's what I thought. It was just weird. It's like, oh, he has to help with the unfinished business. But yeah, maybe this unfinished business could totally take him out or something. Right. Right. Or maybe she thought he needed to get his unfinished business out of the way before handling the house's unfinished business because it was that going to be that big. Hmm. This one just has a lot going on. Oh, it does. <laughs> like the end of this episode had so much that it's like, okay, how do we unpack just this one scene? I know. <laughs> we get this amazing performance by Melanie at the first part of the episode, and then we get hit with this at the end, and Tim was amazing. There's no doubt about it. You could feel oh, yeah. all the emotions he was feeling and still trying to maintain some kind of control because 
Yeah, he could have gone off on her just like she went off on him, but he stood there and took it as much as it hurt. I feel like the next episode's got to open with him and Megan talking and like maybe she'll kind of, I don't know, give us some light as to what's going on. Could be. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. I, well, it's just strange that she ne- she always said she never went upstairs and he yeah, comes so over why for drinks. Why send him upstairs? So yeah, that, that the one thing in this that's got me a little iffy about Megan. And, and what she knows and what she doesn't know. Oh my gosh, this is going to be so weird. Yes, it is. Well, Steve, did we get any feedback for this episode? Oh, we sure did. An episode with Tim and Melanie in it. Of course, Jazz would give us some feedback. So let's hear what she thought of the episode. Hello, this is Jazz with a review of Surreal Estate, Season 1, Episode 3. I enjoyed that Zoe played it really well when she handed the file to Susan, who had, of course, walked in with still an attitude. So trust me, I know how to deal with authors. And she really, really didn't. And so when Zoe gave her the file, saying, oh, by the way, this is what I would have given you had you trusted me, and it really have really helped you out. I thought you played it cool. I like that. I thought that the person who was a Harper who owned the house was just being very possessive and trying to torpedo it because she enjoyed being in the house. I'm not sure what she did for a living or how she got the food. Maybe her brother mailed her food or something or gave her a stipend. But then I find out that it isn't that she's possessive of the house. It's the house is possessive of her. So that definitely explains why she didn't leave for that job that she internship in the summer. And once you get taken over as a ghost person and stuff your realtor in a closet, yeah, that's that's kind of kind of heavy. So if I saw any dead relatives walking out of the water, I'd run too. Sheesh. They all look very scary with the black eyes. And that's why you use graveyards. And don't bury them on your home property. Because that, I'm sure, avoids things like that. So this is a very good series. I enjoy it. It's funny. It keeps you guessing. Gives you the scares that you're expecting. It's not too scary, so I can get into it. And even if it was, I'd be able to hide my face for a while and then go back to it, sort of like Grimm. So I did think that the resolution was rather clever, and it was good that he had the touch to be able to see her great-grandmother, I guess, and uh, know how to help Harper out with the music box in order to resolve everything. And I was glad to see she finally got a happy ending, and so did he by being able to leave. I thought that it was awesome at the very end when Susan actually apologized to Zoe and said, I thought you were just the office assistant. And she's like, I have multitudes. Thought that was well played. So I thought it was also weird that Luke did not tell his two best buds that his mom died in the house that he seemed to be very interested in. And they just thought that it was the owner. And Susan's like, why can't it be both? Good point. And hopefully another ghost has taken over the personality of his mom because damn, that was harsh. I wanted a girl and I got you. Eee, jeez. It's like she intentionally wants to cause him pain just for fun. I'm glad she left too. Sheesh. I'd need that stiff drink afterward. I do have some additional info I saw on one of the 
interviews that since Doc, or rather Tim, didn't look at all like Doc, and Melanie didn't look at all like Winona, and she didn't act like it either, and neither did he, so I could really get into the fact that they were both two separate characters, which is a testimony to their good acting, since I love the other two characters. They did an interview where Tim played a practical joke on Melanie, and just before her very first scene, he dripped into the Doc voice and did a phrase from Monona Earp, just to mess with her mind so she got confused on which show she was at. <laughs> and she slapped him in the arm and said, don't you remember you did that to me? And he said, no, of course not. I'm innocent. So I thought that was cute. So they're evidently still very good friends, even though they don't see each other on a daily basis on the show. So enjoy the series. Enjoy the podcast. Talk to you later. Bye. Well, thank you, Jazz, for that great feedback. I had no idea that, that they had like the like little blooper thing. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome, though, because now I want to see it. I could just see him saying, like, Winona or whatever. Yeah. You know, I can't do the doc voice, but <laughs> I know. Like, just to kind of mess with her. Yeah, that's classic Tim for you right there. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm glad that they're going to have interactions, even if it's not in their show, like right. beyond this. But so, talking about the food, you know what? I honestly thought about that. But then I'm thinking, okay, we've all been locked down for a year and a half right, right. and how yes. many times have we gotten food delivered like yes. not just like takeout but like groceries and everything else so i kind of went oh yeah she just have it delivered because anybody can come there she just can't leave right yeah that's the and, only way she could yeah. have gotten food unless it's like some ghost food that just keeps replenishing which is weird yes it would be <laughs> Yeah, we but, definitely uh, uh, <laughs> like the way Zoe handled Susan in this episode with oh, yes. Larson. Yes. I have to say, I feel like they're coming together more, like understanding, but at the same time, I could just see the butting heads for several more episodes before they're finally on like the same wavelength. Right. I think they're going to pick on each other throughout the series. I just... <laughs> I think they will get to a point where they respect each other, but there will still be uh, things that just <laughs> one of them will do and will just grate on the other one's nerve and they'll snap and she'll snap back. and <laughs> Yeah, it'll be never ending. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, 100% agree with you with bury them in a cemetery, not in your backyard. Exactly. <laughs> not in a lake. <laughs> I'm just thinking the ZA happens. I don't need something right there coming up. So, no, not at all. <laughs> give, give me two steps at least. Yeah. And I do think that Luke is trying to keep his piles separate. And that's probably why he didn't tell the guys about his mom dying in the Donovan house. And I think we already said it, but yeah, we really hope that that's not really his mom. Exactly. <laughs> Let's hope it's the surgeon from the first episode. Yeah, because this is way too, too, too bad if it is. Like, yeah, that harsh is an understatement for what yes. she put him through. 100% agree. Yep. Well, as always, Jazz, we appreciate your feedback and looking forward to hearing from you again. Thanks, Jazz. Well, you know how we feel. How do you feel? Let us know. Shoot us an email at sci-fi talk at fangirlzone.com. Let us know your thoughts and opinions, and especially this moment. What was it? Yes. 
And while you're at it, if you can rate and review us on iTunes and every other platform you find us on, because good ratings and reviews help other fans of the show find us. Tell your friends about the show. It's so weird. I love it. And of course, we hope you're enjoying the podcast. So don't forget to check out www.fangirlzone.com. Our contacts page is there. It's so easy to find how to get a hold of us that way. Because you just click it and it'll take you there. And for this episode of Sci-Fi Talk, I am Sean Fangirl S. And I'm Steve. You have the remote in your pocket or you touched your butt for another reason that's absolutely none of my business. And until next time.